Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell America sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon. You got me four to six weekdays. Also, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1. Don't forget about our social media platforms on Twitter, at Eric underscore Asher, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. You can always check out our program at ericasher.com. Also, uh, don't forget about the... uh, 
award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. You can catch us uh, on WLAE-TV, Pelican Sports Television, and, of course, on all our social media platforms as well. We'll have a guest for you tomorrow on this short week after, again, the Memorial Day holiday weekend. Also, again, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. So, again, uh, looking for any, other, any of the previous shows, go ahead and check them out on your favorite podcasting platform. You can search Inside New Orleans, uh, Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. All right, uh, today on the program, Mike Scarborough is going to join us at uh, 4.35 this afternoon. That'll be followed by Glenn Gilbo at 5.35 this afternoon. And uh, we'll talk a lot of LSU today with uh, and a lot of things going on with the Tigers. But first, breaking news. Uh, Eric Gilbert, uh, the uh, tight end uh, that uh, enrolled as a freshman at LSU last year, was touted as, again, one of the best tight ends uh, in, in the nation coming out of high school, uh, left the program, ended up uh, at least looking like he was going to sign with the uh, University of Florida. Uh, and then, of course, has been flirting with coming back to LSU over the last few weeks. So much so, again, that uh, you know, even Ed Ogeron commented on that last week. Uh, and uh, Shea Dixon had an article about the possibility of Eric Gilbert coming back to LSU uh, last week. On, on, uh, and we talked about that extensively on this program with a few of our guests. He has decided to go back home, and he is going to enroll at the University of Georgia. Uh, so, again, he's going to be eligible immediately to be able to play for Georgia. Uh, but, again, a native of Georgia, going back home to Georgia, he will play for the Bulldogs uh, this upcoming season. So, uh, also, last week, uh, as we were finishing this program on Thursday, on Friday, uh, the announcement was made, something that we had been talking about in this program since the Wednesday before, and that was, the, again, the uh, retirement of, of Paul Maneri. So we're going to get into that today. We'll talk a bit about that as we go forward on today's program. Also, again, really good news for LSU in terms of a regional. Uh, they are going to the Eugene Regional, so they'll be up in Oregon. There was a lot of talk that, again, there may be a possibility that LSU would end up at South Bend at Notre Dame. Kind of, again, a little tip of the cap to, to Palmineri. That's where he was before he came to LSU. Um, all along, LSU was looked at as a three seed. It wasn't even wasn't one of these deals where the last four in. Uh, the committee looked at the body of work. They looked at the uh, schedule. They looked at, again, how tough a schedule it was in the SEC. And they rewarded the Tigers with a three seed, but they're sending them out west. Uh, they'll take on, uh, again, the uh, in the Eugene Regional, they'll take on, on Gonzaga on Friday night, 9 o'clock. That's going to be on ESPN3. But as part of that regional, the number one seed is Oregon. Number two seed is Gonzaga. Number three seed is LSU. Number four seed is Central Connecticut. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Also, some really good news for some other state schools. Louisiana Tech is the host of the, their regional. They're the number one seed in the Ruston Regional, which features North Carolina State, which is the second seed. Alabama is the third seed. Ryder is the fourth seed. McNeese uh, is the Southland Conference champions uh, based on uh, winning the conference tournament. Uh, they will, they will, uh, they will uh, be in the uh, Fort Worth Regional, uh, featuring TCU as the number one seed. Oregon State University as the number two seed. Dallas Baptist is the number three seed. And McNeese comes in at the fourth seed. The first team to get in to uh, any regional was Southern out of Baton Rouge. They're going to be the fourth seed in the Austin regional, which features Texas as the number one seed, Arizona State as the second seed, Fairfield University as the three seed, and, and Southern will be the fourth seed uh, going forward uh, with the uh, uh, with, with that particular regional. So, again, college baseball is set. The regionals are set. Uh, that will all start toward this weekend. 
and of course the opportunity for us to be able to check out some baseball uh, still here in Louisiana with some Louisiana teams that are still alive uh, and kicking, especially again those of those that are watching LSU and hoping that they can uh, use maybe the Minari retirement uh, as a catalyst to be able to get them to um, uh, move forward uh, into vastly a super regional and then of course maybe a College World Series berth as well. So again, a lot a lot going on in in, in the in the world of baseball. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about Paul Maneri because it's pretty uh, – when you look at Paul Maneri and you look at the situation with Maneri, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting to see that, again, first of all, it was the worst-kept secret in Louisiana, wasn't it? I mean, look, I'm, I'm not a – I'm not a – I don't break stories on this on this show, okay? I mean, you know, I did that at one time when, when I first got on the radio. I'm try, trying to break, break – be the person to break the story. It's not what I do now, Okay. But I heard it from enough people that were plugged in at LSU over, again, a two-week period that told me that Maneri was out one way or the other, whether he was going to retire or whether he was going to get fired. There's no way you're going to fire a Hall of Fame coach. So, again, it was the worst-kept secret in Louisiana. But, look, he cited health problems, and I talked about that last week. Uh, and I give Glenn Gilbo a lot of credit on that. Glenn Gilbo, again, was the first to break the story. Uh, and when I was going back and talk, talking to my contacts, one of the things he talked about was that Maneri had health problems. He had a, deliber- a, a debilitating neck injury, back injuries. Uh, and, they, again, that was the reason for hanging up the cleats. 39 years in baseball, 15 years at LSU, over 1,500 wins in his Hall of Fame career, 63 years old, and he felt like it was time to move on. Now, he's had three years left on his contract. It's unclear, but again, there was there was some talk that at least behind the scenes that, that I was hearing last week was that they were going to kick him into a more of a, a fundraising role. He would continue to be able to collect on that salary uh, going forward. Um, of course, Maneri leaves a storied career at, at LSU. He won the 2009 National Championship. He reached the College World Series five times, including a runner-up in 2017. He won four SEC regular season titles and six uh, SEC um, uh, conference tournament titles. Uh, you, you look at the uh, uh, at his wins. He's number seven all time in wins in Division One. But it was never enough. It was just never enough at LSU. It's something that really blew my mind about LSU, especially after what happened with Smoke Laval. It was never enough. Despite his success, there was always those out there that felt that Maneri was never doing enough because he was found in the, in the footsteps of the godfather of, of college baseball, Skip Bertman. I mean, Bertman won five national championships, okay? And was not only built a, an elite program at LSU, he built college baseball as a re- relevant sport, Okay. Bertman put the College World Series on the map. Yeah, the World's College World Series has been there forever in Omaha. But it became a must-watch TV event with Bertman and the LSU Tigers and the excitement they brought college baseball. They dominated. He was always in the shadow of Skip Bertman. Okay? Of course, that's the man who hired him. But a lot of people forget Smoke Laval was in between there. You know, Smoke, Smoke Laval couldn't, couldn't fill the legend's shoes, and it was thought that Maneri could. And for the most part, he kind of did. He just didn't have the type of success that Bertman had because Bertman was a groundbreaker. Maneri could never satisfy Tiger fans despite the thirst for another college for a World Series, being in Omaha every year, being at the top of the SEC, despite his success. Look, I'll say it again. Skip Bertman put college baseball on the map. His success could never be matched. 
And despite, again, college baseball being much more competitive, when you start talking about, again, in a, in a post-Skip Burtman era, Manero is always going to be judged by, again, what Burtman's did, what Burtman's success at LSU. And because of that, it could never please most Tiger fans who demanded SEC champions, Omaha, and a natty every season. Unrealistic expectations for the baseball program. Maybe not back when Skip was there because baseball was just coming out of its shell then. But now, every single, every single program in the country, I don't care if you're out west, I don't care if you're in the northeast, if you're in the midwest, or again in the Sun Belt in the south where, again, baseball's always been pretty big, everybody believes they can field a baseball team that can get the College World Series and win. Every single program thinks that can happen now. Okay? Just unrealistic goals for, for anyone following a legend. Again, and especially somebody that built a sport like Burtman did. Through it all, Paul Maneri was a gentleman, an absolute gentleman, nothing but class. I mean, you hear the stories over and over and over again about not only just what he did with his players on, you know, on the field, not just, again, the father figure for these players, not, not, but, again, what he did off the field in terms of charity, okay, always out there, again, involved in charitable events, uh, giving of himself, giving of his family. Uh, but, again, nothing but class, Class in winning, class in losing. Didn't matter. If the, if, the, if the Tigers won the national championship or, again, the Tigers, again, fell, fall, fell short. Always handled himself with nothing but class. He heard the cat calls for his job. It was every single year. Look, I've been doing this almost 20 years. In October, this will be my 20th year on the air in New Orleans, okay? A daily program on the air in New Orleans. And I can tell you, the entire time Maneri was here, with maybe with the exception of the 2009 national championship run, I get phone calls constantly saying he needs to go, okay? He's not living up to, again, the expectations of LSU. So he heard the cat calls for his job, but he kept on plugging. Look, I think Paul Maneri is going to go down as, as the most underappreciated LSU coach since Dale Brown. And I've been talking about Dale Brown for a long time. It is incredulous to me that Dale Brown does not have that court named after him in the PMAC. I mean, a simple gesture like that for a guy that, again, rebuilt the basketball program after Pete Maravich uh, went pro. Now, you can say, again, we could go back to, to uh, you know, the, the LSU program before Pete, uh, you know, and then you could talk about the era with Pete, and then you talk about in a post-Pete Maravich world, which was Dale Brown. And what Dale Brown did. Dale Brown deserves that opportunity to have that court named after him. Very underappreciated LSU for what he did. And Paul Maneri is right there with him. He was very underappreciated for what he did. The difference is, again, Dale Brown, again, took the Tigers further than they had ever been, where, again, Maneri just stopped short of, of again, what he could achieve because of what Bertman had achieved in five natties in his time at LSU. And, again, building not just his program, but as I say again, Building up college baseball to what it is today. His departure was emotional, and he's going to be missed. There's no doubt about it. Uh, those that think that, oh, we can turn the page on Maneri tomorrow, and, and they're going to be that much better. He's going to be missed. Now it's on, on, now it's, it's on athletic director Scott Woodward, okay, to hit a home run, okay? Now, he did hit a home run previously with his first hire, right? Kim Mulkey. Well, that's a home run. Got all the problems off, off, the, uh, off the field, off the court um, with, again, the sexual assault, uh, again, sexual misconduct, 
uh, involved in, in, in the LSU uh, athletic programs as well as, again, within the school. It's a cloud over, over, the, over the head of the entire LSU, organ, LSU organization from, from academics all the way, again, to uh, athletics. And he brings in Kim Mulkey, one of the greatest college basketball coaches in the history of the women's game. So now he's got to hit a grand slam. I mean, there's just no other way around it. I mean, women's basketball is one thing at LSU, and it would be great to have national championships. But when you talk about the hierarchy of sports with, at LSU, it's football, it's baseball, then it's basketball. But baseball is number two. There was a time when basketball was number two, but baseball is number two. Expectations are national championships every year. So he's got to hit a grand slam here, okay? When, because, again, when you look at the replacement for, for Maneri, you look at the six national championship flags that fly in the outfield of the box, there's no doubt LSU, especially their fans, are demanding many more. So this is going to be a heck of a hire for, for Woodward. And we'll see how he does. Look, it's, it's his reputation, isn't it? Okay? He, he is a guy that goes out there and gets the best of the best coaches. We'll see how it plays out. But don't downplay what Maneri did for LSU what he represented in terms of, again, how he carried himself as, as, again, the leader of the baseball program. And, of course, one of the, one of the hierarchy of, again, head coaches within, within the uh, athletic department. And, of course, Maneri the man, Maneri the father figure, Maneri, Maneri what he meant to the LSU program and to the school. That, that can never be downplayed. Never. And I'm hoping that, again, he goes out a winner. I'm hoping that, again, the baseball gods will smile on Paul Maneri and he'll go out a winner. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friend Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. You want to save, call Dave. Pretty simple as that. You want to save, call Dave. We're hearing it all over now. Again, we've got flood insurance getting ready to go up. Uh, do you have an insurance agent that's willing to go out there and make sure, again, you get the best price for your, uh, for your flood insurance? Again, um, your, your homeowner's insurance going up. Hurricane season right around the corner. Automobile insurance, again, out of control here in the state. I don't care what insurance you're looking for. Even if you're a contractor, you've got to think about Dave, uh, Dave Miet Insurance. And especially right now, it's time for an insurance checkup. Today is the beginning of, of, of hurricane season. And you don't want to wait till again, you've got a storm in the Gulf before you start thinking, man, I wonder how my policies are. At Dave Miet Insurance, again, he, he, he will look and, and search over 50 companies to make sure you've got the best price uh, for, for where your needs are when it comes to insurance. So, again, when you're looking for a company you can trust, think Dave Miet Insurance, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S, agency.com. Give them a call at 556-0809 or set up an appointment with all of your insurance uh, with him. Let him sit down, go through it with you on his, um, at his office on uh, Veterans Next to Shogun. If you want to save when it comes to insurance, make sure you call Dave at 556-0809. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. It's Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. For a limited time, save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to just before the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for backups on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then delays pick back up from Causeway 
to just before to just past Clearview. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your backups are solid from Orleans to just before the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff and all the sports you can handle if you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system you want someone who will be there to help right away take it from me eric asher when it comes to repair there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system and you can call them anytime the team has years of experience and they know how to get you up and running fast so when you need help with your ac or heating system you want someone who will be there right away visit burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504 504- Three seven three five seven three three. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heater Generator Sales and Service. If you're in the market for a generator, especially now that we're in hurricane season, call my friends at Burkhardt. Financing is available for generators. They'll do a new install quality check after one month. They'll do a single-day install for you. Meet with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. And, of course, uh, then they'll set the date, come out, install that generator for you. Also, if you have a generator and you've utilized over 100 hours during the last storm season, before we get into the into the dog days of this storm season, you better make sure you got it uh, serviced by a professional. Burkhart can do that for you. When it comes to emergency service, 24-7, 365 emergency service on generators. Generator sales and service, think Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, uh, Mike Scarborough is going to join us at five, at 4.35. It'll be uh, Glenn Gilbo at 5.35 this afternoon. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. As I mentioned, LSU is the third seed in the Eugene Regional. Oregon is the first seed. Gonzaga, the second seed. LSU, the third. Central Connecticut is the fourth seed. Look, I, I'm not looking 
when, when I look at the, uh, the these regional matchups, and 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 I, I'm not going to say, man, they got the Eugene uh, a regional, and uh, you know this is a regional where again, based on their record in, in the SEC, how tough of a schedule they had, that all of a sudden this is going to be a situation where. Uh, we'll see uh, the Tigers advance. I, I can't tell you they're going to advance, okay? They did play a, a tough SEC schedule. The mid-game, midweek games against the state schools, uh, well, again, were tough. Analytics bear all that out, right? Well, who knows what this team's going to do, okay? It's been inconsistent all season long. Never able to really put together pitching, hitting, and defense all together at one time. Maybe now's the time. Maybe the retirement of Maneri lights a fire under this LSU team, and then emotional will, will carry them all the way to Omaha. I, I don't know. Who knows? All we know is the Tigers are going to open up against Gonzaga, the number two seed, on on Friday night. It's on ESPN three. So even, even again, the those that are the, the prestigious name of LSU doesn't get them on a network. You know, you got to get it via again. The um, uh, uh, ESPN three, and of course, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Now look. I don't know a heck of a lot about Gonzaga. I mean, I know they're 33 and 17. I know they're 16 and 10 in the WAC. I know they have an RPI of 27, which is again at one spot higher than LSU. The Tigers finished again uh, 13 and 17 in the SEC, 34 and 22 overall. Uh, we know that Gonzaga, that Gonzaga again beat the number six national seed TCU, uh, and of course got a got a pretty good um, uh, a pretty good pitcher in uh, in Alex Jacob. So we'll see again how that kind of plays out um, uh, when you start talking about the when you start talking about the uh, the, the Zags. Uh, you know, we'll see if if ultimately again they can get the LSU get past them. You know, it's a good possibility that's going to happen. We'll see. Uh, but I'm not going to go out on the limb here and say all of a sudden that just because uh, they're in a situation where they made the regional and uh, that they're going to have an opportunity now to be able to, to fly through this regional. Uh, it's a long trip. To Eugene, there's no doubt about that. They got to get they got to get um, acclimated, uh, but I'll say they got they got as much of a chance as any other team in that regional of of coming out of it at this point. It depends on again how they're going to play. I will say they are battle tested. There's no doubt about that. They're, they're a battle tested team after going through the, through again a tough SEC this year, very very difficult with some really good pitching in the SEC. And then even the midweek games against the, the state schools uh, were, were, were very, very difficult because, again, the amount of talent that we've had uh, here in the state schools this, this past season. So I'm hoping for the best for the Tigers, as I am for, again, uh, you know, Southern and, and McNeese uh, and Louisiana Tech, hoping that all, all those programs have a chance to be able to advance uh, going forward. Uh, but it's good to be able to see, again, so many teams in, in, in postseason play. And, of course, when it comes to the situation with LSU, I would like them to see them win one for Maneri. I'd like to be able to see again this situation with Maneri and his um, his retirement, uh, really get you know emotional uh, with, with these with these players, and hopefully again they'll play at the top of their game going forward. We'll see how it kind of plays out. All right, before we go to break, I want to remind everybody that's just tuning in, uh, Eric Gilbert, uh, the uh, uh, tight end that uh, left school, uh, supposedly again had some some. Um, had some mental issues, had some mental health issues, and, uh, of course, homesick. There were so many reasons why they were given on, on, on what the situation Eric Gilbert was. We, we, again, we spoke to Jordy Collada last week, and one of the things he mentioned was he was dealing with some mental health issues. Uh, he has transferred to the University of Georgia. 
Uh, again, he's going back home, going to be home. He will be immediately uh, uh, eligible to be able to play for the University of Georgia. So despite um, at least, again, the possibility of him coming back to LSU, uh, at least that's what we heard from, from Coach um, O last week, that they were working toward him coming back to school. From what we understood, it was about academics. It was about, again, getting him eligible to play. We'll see how it plays out uh, for Eric Gilbert in his next stop at Georgia. All right, quick break. We come back. Uh, well, we'll uh, continue the conversation about the Tigers. In the second hour, we're going to talk about uh, the NFL. Uh, again, post-June 1st, including what's going to happen with the Saints. And also, we'll, uh, we'll talk a bit about crime in the city. Very, very violent weekend here in New Orleans uh, over the Memorial Day holiday. Uh, with Mike Scarborough coming up next, and then Glenn Gilbo joining us in the second hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apathy. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming after my house, my car. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax. They know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. 
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-747-6699. That's 1-800-747-6699. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-747-6699. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Joining us in the program now from tigerbait.com, Mike Scarborough joins us. Mike, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Mike, good to have you. Before we get started, tell the folks about your fantastic site and how folks can, uh, can be part of it. Yeah, uh, TigerBait.com, we're your, your full-service LSU website, and um, we've got it all for you. Baseball coaching, search coverage, football recruiting, the works. Mike, let's talk about Eric Gilbert first. There were a lot of uh, rumors that he was coming back to LSU, was trying to work out the academic side, and was going was to come back to school. He announced today that he's going to enroll in the University of Georgia, citing he wants to be closer to family. Uh, what are you hearing? Yeah, look, it, it's uh, it, it's a very tricky situation, like we've been saying for months, and involving him trying to get back to LSU. And uh, I, I just imagine at this point that the LSU coaching staff is is, is just kind of like, you know, they're, they're ready to move on. And and you know, uh, I think the odds of, of of there not being issues at Georgia uh, within the first year uh, are, are slim and none. With that said, uh, at this point, uh, I know January, I'm sorry, June the 3rd, that the SEC is meeting uh, to talk about the transfer rule, if they're going to stay on the same plane as the rest of the NCAA. Uh, what are you hearing there? I'm hearing, uh, I've heard from several people who come on our program over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they feel that the SEC will follow suit and will we'll go with the rest of the uh, NCAA and will allow players to be able to transfer within the conference without having to sit out a year. What are you hearing? Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the case, and I think, um, you know, there's some old school guys that uh, don't like the idea, but uh, I, I think we're about to have a whole lot of changes like this, and and then of course, uh, name, image, image, and likeness coming down the pipe. There's going to be a lot of new things in college football that we're going to need to get used to. Yep, no doubt about that. Let's talk about uh, baseball and Paul Maneri. First of all, Maneri announced his retirement on, on Friday. Just to look back at Maneri's career and your thoughts about him, again, heading uh, the LSU program. Well, look, it's, um, you know, that was, it was uh, 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 an emotional press conference on Friday. And even if uh, you're, you're somebody who just thought it had run its course and it was time, it was still – you know, you, you couldn't help but watch that and, and, and uh, wish that it would have ended the way he would have preferred it to end his tenure at LSU. Um, but now it's, it's – look, there's no doubt uh, he ran a class program, uh, one of the best coaches ever 
as far as doing things the right way at LSU uh, and the way he dealt with the media. Um, always pleasant. Um, I mean, there was many press conferences where you, uh, uh, some of the questions that came his way, any other coach probably would have got a little angry or, and he just never really showed that side. And, and, um, and, and that's why he's so well liked uh, 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 by a lot of people. Um, so now it's, uh, you know, can Scott Woodward uh, do something uh, big like he did with Kim Mulkey? You know, can he get the, you know, the guy from TCU? Can he get O'Sullivan from Florida? Uh, is, is Votello too much of a wild card? Um, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how this is going to play out. Uh, we're, we're told that there's uh, some calls coming in from from coaches that uh, would uh, be eye-popping. Um, so, but I, I think this is going to be a little bit longer of a process. I think most of the coaches that LSU is pursuing or, or, would, or would be on the list are weeks away from their season ending and, and could be as long as a month. So, um, yeah. I, I know that uh, A&M fans are pretty nervous about LSU going after Schlossnagel at um, – uh, TCU because that's the number one guy on their board. What about your board? Uh, let me ask you again if you could rank the, the coaches that you'd like to see at LSU. Uh, give me a one through four of guys that you think would work for this program. Man, I tell you, I, 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 it was on Friday I, I would I said the highest odds were on O'Sullivan. Then there was all sorts of uh, rumors and, and, and stuff about uh, stuff that was being dug up about him and then the veracity of that, how true, how, what was untrue, uh, you know, how much of what uh, some people were maybe alleging was, was embellished. And, uh, and then people are saying there's no way else she's going to hire him. And then it's, there's people that are back to saying he's, uh, it's all a smoke screen and he's LSU's guy. And it's basically, you know, practically done. So I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to believe on him right now, but I, 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 I sure as hell ain't taking him off, off, our, off our hot board. Um, but um, I, I do think there's a lot of questions there and um, some things that uh, I'm assuming Scott Woodward would, would get ironed out uh, if they have a sit-down talk. Let's talk about this regional, LSU heading to the Eugene Regional. They leave tomorrow so they can get acclimated to the weather and the time slot and everything else over there. Uh, Oregon uh, is the number one seed, Gonzaga the second seed, Tigers are the third seed, Central Connecticut the fourth seed. They'll take on Gonzaga on Friday night. Talk a little bit about the regional and talk about this first matchup against Gonzaga. Yeah, you know, uh, I was talking to Kendall Rogers yesterday, and I said, man, tell me, you know, uh, of course, with D1 baseball and arguably your best national college baseball guru, and, uh, you know, of course, talking coaching search, and I said, man, tell me about this region. I said, uh, I'm looking at it, and, and, I mean, this thing looks like it's winnable to him. He goes, he goes, he, and he thought, yeah, man, it, it would not shock me, particularly if else you can get past game one uh, with Gonzaga, but um, – you know, it, it's he thinks LSU's got an opportunity there, and I, and I think he's right. What has to happen for the Tigers to be able to win in this regional? Well, he's got to get. Uh, you know, you got you got to have the pitching, of course, which they've had it, it most of the, these late, late, latter part of the season. But you, yes, you sure uh, need some hitting, and you need the uh, second half of the order to uh, to do better than they have been. 
if they if they win this regional, the matchup with the Tennessee regional, uh, how good of a, what what type of matchup would that be in your opinion? And of course, it's early without even knowing who's going to win that regional, but yeah, just the matchup I, with the regional I, itself. I, I I don't know how far LSU gone it go at that point. I mean, Tennessee right. is such a hot team, uh, and watching those guys uh, yesterday morning. Uh, say that they thought Tennessee might got robbed that they should have been a two seed rather than a three. Let's go back to Maneri for a moment, if we could. I talked about this a little bit in my monologue today. You know, he's following uh, everybody. Some people seem to forget Skip Lef- uh, that again. There was Skip Burtman and then Smoke Laval and then and then Maneri. But again, there seemed to be, there seemed to be at least a feeling among a lot of LSU fans that that. Uh, every single season, no matter what Maneri did, except with the exception of the 09 season, again, when they won, they won the national championship, that, that he had fallen short. And then, again, never was able to fill the, the, the shoes of Skip Bertman, uh, you know, as the skipper of, of, of the LSU program, but also a guy that really put college baseball back on the map. I mean, again, the College World Series, that was an afterthought. Now, again, it's much watched TV. You look at, again, LSU's domination during the time with Skip Bertman, but it's a different it's a different baseball now in terms of college baseball where almost every program in the country feels they can field a baseball team that can get to Omaha. Uh, was, was, it, was it fair on the way the fans treated Benary when he was at LSU? Well, I, I think, look, if you just – if you don't look – if you don't carve out, let's say, the last four years, and, and, of course, when I say carve out the last three or four years, I'm including last year that was cut short by COVID. And looking at the trajectory of what LSU, where they were heading, I mean, they were abysmal last year. Um, of course, Maneri's known for uh, starting off real slow and then finishing in a flurry, and, and he's done it so many times. Um, um, but, yeah, it, it – but at the same time, you're – <laughs> If you're looking at the resumes of the guys on, on the LSU's uh, at the top of, of our hot board, and you, you just don't carve out that little chunk of the last four years, and you look at the resumes of Maneri versus all of them, I mean they're all they're all in line with each other, uh, you know. <laughs> so if you don't get uh, a Sullivan or Slosnagel. Who are the next guys in line aren't even in the same vicinity of a pulmonary. So it's kind of like careful what you wish for. You know, I told Kendall Rogers a few weeks ago, I said, you know, Vitello, you know, depending on how far they end up going, um, you know, he's kind of like at this point, like the Tom Herman of football when Herman was the the head coach at Houston. Right. You know, it's, you know, that young, you know, if you want to call it like we in football terms, we'll call the, the hot young flavor of the month coach that you always sure. have at the end of the year when you, when there's coaching searches. Um, and you know, how many of those guys uh, uh, end up panning out usually? Um, and that's why I just think with Woodward and him doing his search, he likes the proven veteran. So, and you know, when we did our hot board. I'm looking at the, at the, at the uh, you know, of course I had the, uh, their salary, their age, right? Well, there's two groups of guys. There's a let's say there's six of them. Half of them are 53 years old. The other half are 43. So, you know, it. it I, I don't know if you if you if you lose out uh, on your top two and you're down to Godwin and Vitello and and of course there's a lot of people that in, in in baseball in the know that uh, are worried about Vitello that, um, you know, uh, he he. he 
he skirts the line in recruiting and, and there's some hubbub there. And, uh, you know, and, and don't think for a minute that uh, Skip Bertman and Paul Maneri are going to have some say-so as to who they bring in here. Mm-hmm. So that's another factor. Yeah, it's got, look, it's interesting because, as you mentioned, be careful what you wish for. If you're not going to get an upgrade, then why, why are you doing what you're doing? And, and, of course, look, Woodward's had a great reputation of getting, again, uh, the, the best of the best coaches when he goes out when it's time for him to hire. But this is a different animal, this LSU, football, um, this LSU baseball program. The expectations in some cases are, are, are not realistic from the fan base. Uh, are there coaches that, again, may feel comfortable where they're at on a program that's, again, that's one of the better programs in college baseball right now and leave that for a historic program like, uh, like LSU where the expectations are Omaha every year? Yeah, and look, you know, I've got, I've got a lot of subscribers who have been season ticket holders for baseball since the early 90s. And, 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 I, and I do think it can happen, even with, with coaches that are highly, highly successful. You know, it's almost like a seven-year itch where you almost get sick of people or you get tired of people or, you know, uh, you're a disgruntled LSU baseball fan that over the years have just grown tired of Maneri making excuses and throwing players under the bus. And you, you hear it all on your show. I mean, uh, but like you said, it's careful what you wish for. If you don't hit mm-hmm. that home run and it's a little bit of status quo or less than what Maneri's been doing, you know, you could be – it might take you a couple of hires to get to where you where – you, where, you, where you're, you know, even back to where you were before. It, it sure. could be lost in the wilderness for a while. Yep, and no doubt about I'll it. I'll tell you one thing, no, too. I- it, it, Going down the line, these guys and, and watching their YouTube interviews and, and getting a feel for each one of them, um, other than Vitello, none of them have a whole lot of charisma either. So the, mm-hmm. most of them aren't going to be as good as Maneri ever was with the media. And I'm not right. making a case for Maneri still being the guy. I'm just saying it's, 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 it's not like there's a whole lot of guarantees out there and there's not a whole lot of guys that are going to light up the room if you're going to the Kiwanis luncheon. Right. Will, will Maneri stay with the uh, program uh, or with the school in, in a fundraising capacity? Um, I don't know how they're going to do and that. And the reason why I ask that is, again, he's got a few years left on that contract, paying about $1.125 million a year. Yeah, do you I mean, walk away from that kind of money? What, what that's going to be, I, I don't know. And what his duties are and how, how much he's got to actually do. And, and I'm sure all that's being negotiated. Today's a big day for, uh, for for NCAA football coaches, right? June 1st, opportunity to start getting out there recruiting again? No doubt. Been busy all morning. Uh, a couple of kids up from Louisiana getting offers this morning. Uh, Jordan Matthews, of course, his dad, Rashawn, was a, 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 a linebacker at LSU in the mid-'90s, signed with DiNardo at uh, a Christian life. Uh, Jordan's at Woodlawn High School, coached by uh, Marcus Randall. Um, and then a, a defensive back uh, from Lake Charles uh, Prep got an offer today. So we've got all that for you on Tiger Bait. Uh, they had an impressive group of kids in, Emory Jones, Aaron Anderson from Carr, uh, uh, on and on. So uh, loads of recruiting stuff on Tiger Bait right now. And then this weekend you've got official visits and camps, Friday, uh, yep. Saturday and Sunday. Um, so it's. It's going to be a busy, busy month uh, on Tiger Bay because it's a baseball coaching search on top of the recruiting dead period being over and official visits uh, every week 
and camps almost every week. So uh, I think LSU is going to have uh, a bunch of commitments in the month of June. And um, so I think I've been saying it for a while. I think they're going to be right where they usually are by Labor Day with close to 20 commitments for 22. And then I think the commitment list for the class of 23 is going to double. Mike, always a pleasure. Tell us one more time how folks can subscribe to Tiger Bait and how they can follow you on social media. That's it. And do me a favor. Uh, before you called, I was on the phone with Glenn Gilbo, and I said, well, let yep. me go. I'll call you back after the, I'm going on with Eric. He goes, well, I'm going on with Eric. <laughs> and, I said, well, and he followed me on a, another uh, podcast this morning. I said, said, man, what am I, Gilbo's opening act? And he goes, oh, yeah, man, you're like Chicago, and I'm Bruce Springsteen. Right? <laughs> so, so, so next time, Eric, you gotta, you got to flip-flop it, so he, he's the opening act. There you go. You got it, brother. Tell All us about right, Tiger Bait. Yeah, go, go to TigerBait.com. Uh, lo- lots of new subscribers in the last few days. And uh, try us out for $1. You're going to get the text alerts with all the breaking news and recruiting, and there's going to be a lot of it. So if you're an LSU fan, uh, uh, give us a shot. I think you're going to love a, a premium subscription to TigerBait.com. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate the time. All right, Eric. Talk soon, man. Thanks. That's uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help, they're there for you. Again, 15 trucks strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to make sure they get to you quickly. Nate Certified Technicians, highest certification in the industry. You're looking for a company can trust doing only the work that's necessary? Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or davemietinsagency.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner or heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. 
Burkhoff provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. What makes a great ride? Now you can find out June 4th and 5th at Ascension Equipment and Rental Kubota Field Event. If you've ever wanted to sit behind the wheel of a tractor, cut a circle on a zero-turn mower, or bust out on a utility vehicle, go to Kubota Field Event at Ascension Equipment and get exclusive coupons and financing offers. That's Friday and Saturday, June 4th and 5th from 7 to 7 at Ascension Equipment, located at 13173 Airline Highway in Gonzales. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-747-6699. That's 1-800-747-6699. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-747-6699. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home weekdays 4 to 6. Of course, if you miss any of the program, you can always go to our uh, podcast, uh, Anchors the Home Base, and uh, we're on all the major podcasting platforms for you. Also, uh, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the pro- program with you anywhere. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. This week and every week, uh, Thursday at 1 p.m. is our live broadcast on LAE. We're also live streaming on the WLAE TV YouTube page. Our first rebroadcast on Thursday night is at 6 p.m. on LAE. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, WLAE TV 2. Then on Friday, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, uh, WLAE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. And uh, we will uh, we will have our guest for you probably by, by the end of this show, but if not, by the first, uh, first thing tomorrow. Uh, so we'll let you know who our guest will be for this week. Uh, I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program from TigerBait.com. Uh, Glenn Gilbert will join us in hour number two at about 535. Uh, and in hour number two, we'll talk about the Saints and also, again, the NFL going into that June 1st um, uh, uh, type of the calendar. Uh, opportunity for us to be able to uh, see what the Saints are going to do in terms of the cornerback position, the linebacker position. Also, we're going to talk about crime here in the city. Another violent weekend here in New Orleans. This one over the Memorial Day weekend, uh, which again uh, has all has continued even in today, where again multiple people were shot 
uh, on Franklin Avenue. So, again, crime out of control here in the city of New Orleans. We'll talk about that as we go forward on today's program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm Eric Asher. Stick around. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or have. Francesca by Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Francesca is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our pickup window at 515 Harrison Avenue. Or our delivery services, DoorDash, Waiter, or Delivery Nola. Check out our menu today at FrancescaDelis.com. Place your order today at 504-266-2511. Pizza, New Orleans Best Deli Sandwiches, Sides, and Gift Cards are available. That's Francesca by Katie's. Order now at 266-2511. That's 266 266- with you until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Of course, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is the home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. All you do is search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll find it on your favorite podcasting platform. I want to thank our uh, guest of the first time, Mike Scarborough, for joining us on the program. Hour number two, we'll have um, Glenn Gilbo at the bottom of this hour. Um, let's talk a bit about the Saints as we open up. We're also going to end the crime here in the city after a very violent weekend uh, over this Memorial Day holiday weekend. Uh, today's a big day, okay, for the NFL. And especially, again, for, for teams that are up against the cap like, like the New Orleans Saints. It's really the, big, the next big date on the NFL calendar because it's kind of an NFL uh, team's cap relief valve. Uh, the opportunity to cut or to, or to be able to cut veteran players um, and, uh, to, or, or to be able to, and to be able to spread that um, remaining cap hit over, over two seasons. And so we'll see a lot of teams doing that. Okay, you're hearing right now Julio Jones is going to be traded post-June 1st. One of the reasons why, again, the huge cap hit that Atlanta has to be able to, um, uh, to take on. Uh, you know, we've heard a lot about if Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded, that ultimately it's going to happen after June 1st. I mean, I don't see Aaron Rodgers getting traded, but, you know, at the end of the day, we'll see how that kind of plays out. But for Saints fans, it's a little bit different here. You know, the Saints fans know this is an incomplete team. Um, uh, the cornerback is the most glaring need. You know, you could say, okay, Zach Bond is going to step up this year and he's going to be a better linebacker than he was last year, where, again, he was just non-existent in terms of doing anything but special teams. Uh, you look at Pete Werner and say Pete Werner is going to come in, he can start as a rookie, and he's going to be a guy that you can play along to Mario Davis and you're not going to miss a beat. Maybe you're looking at Quan Alexander, who's, uh, who is uh, rehabbing, and I've been posting his rehab videos on, on my social media pages now for the last month and a half. He looks good. I mean, again, he looks like, I mean, again, we don't know what's going to happen once he gets out there and he starts getting hit. But just to say, again, running around the field and again, getting himself back in shape from an Achilles tendon injury, he looks good. Okay. That also doesn't mean that, again, he's a shoe in to come back to the Saints. You know, he may go somewhere else. But a lot of people feel that if he does come back, that, again, the Saints would be first on his list. We'll see how it plays out. But for Saints fans that, that are anxiously, again, trying to figure out, again, who's going to fill some of those spots, Mike Triplett did an article this morning which he cited wide receiver and defensive tackle along with cornerback. You know, a case can be made when you look at the wide receiver position. Who do you have outside of Michael Thomas? you got a bunch of guys, guys that have never really proven anything. Uh, Traquan Smith, uh, again, is a drafted player. Everybody else, undrafted free agents. Yeah, Deontay Harris looks like he'd be a guy that'd be a playmaker for you, but can you keep him healthy? Uh, you know, what, what type of players can these wide receivers be if it's not Drew Brees throwing the ball to him? And it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. I mean, there are so many factors with the wide receiver position that are unknowns. So you really won't know until you really get to camp. And then you won't know that until you really get into, into when the games are for real in September. I mean, how many years have we, have we seen, again, wide receivers that look great in camp, but then ultimately can't get off the jam at the line of scrimmage and, and, and the, prove that, again, they're not NFL Cowboy wide receivers? We'll see how that kind of plays out. We don't know. There's no doubt Malcolm Brown was a huge loss to this team when you talk about the defensive tackle position. And at $5 million a year, he was a steal, a steal. Still can't believe they let him walk out the door with that. I cannot believe it. Okay? Well, again, uh, you look at uh, the, the, the cornerback position, which is the most glaring need. Uh, especially, you know, uh, uh, not drafting uh, one other than uh, Odebo, uh, who doesn't look like he's going to be a plug-and-play starter, but who knows? Maybe they're going to have to do that at this point. But Saints fans are looking for the addition of, again, several positions to be able to solidify this team. 
How is it going to happen? Well, you look at the cap room right now. They got an extra three hundred fifty thousand dollars because of the of the uh, I'm sorry three hundred thousand dollars because of the Drew Brees retirement, and and again amortizing now uh, his dead money over the next two seasons because he has a post June first retirement. So that comes due today. But that's nothing. The, the Saints are six hundred thirty five thousand dollars under the cap. They need a couple. They need a couple million just to be able to sign their uh, uh, their, their their rookie class, and that's on top of everything else they need. So well, how are they going to do this? Well, the, the same thing I've been talking about now since the end of the season, really since, again, during the season. You have to rework out a deal with, with Ryan Ramshack. That's number one. You've got to sign him long term, okay? Uh, Lattimore is another guy. I mean, look, I'm just going to say right now, whether you think he's a top five or a top ten cornerback, well, whatever, he probably believes he's a top five guy. And I'm sure that's where the negotiations are going to hit the road. We're going to hit the are going to hit the road here, okay? Uh, you know, are the Saints willing to pay him? Are you going to get a better cornerback right now than, than than Lattimore? If not, are you willing to be able to at least pay him next year as a franchise tag player the next two years? Because that's probably what it's going to come down to. And then again, cap room is is is, is the negative uh, part of that because. When you're paying a guy the top five uh, amortized salaries of, of the top five players at a position, especially the cornerback position, you're paying a high price for one season. The player gets a lot of money, but they don't have the opportunity to be able to, to have that long-term deal, which gives them a little bit of security. So there's a trade-off there. If the Saints had a plethora of cap room, you'd say no big deal, we'll franchise tag uh, Lattimore, and, and so be it. The problem is Saints don't have a lot of money into the cap. Okay, you got a situation where both those guys are set are, are playing under their fifth-year options. You can look at, at at Williams now at the at the safety position and say, okay, he's playing under the franchise tag this year. Maybe they want to sign him long-term if they get a good deal with it. Maybe not. But again, you can't have two players on the franchise tag next year. So either you're paying him this year or you're letting him go next year. I mean, that's what it's coming down to at the bottom of the, at the bottom line is. Remember, you can only tag a player for two years with a franchise tag. Saints now know, again, the salary cap ceiling for next year, $208 million. Now, it could possibly go up. We, we talked about that last week based on revenue, okay? But that means that the Saints have $350 million under the cap right now. That's it. Not a lot of money. Sorry, $350,000 under the cap. Well, that was my mistake. But you got to look at also the core – of this team and ultimately again who's under contract and who's not under contract okay you got an opportunity again with again bloated uh, aging veterans contracts okay not these guys are not performing they are still performing at this point but ultimately again there could be a drop off here Uh, you've got no starting quarterback next year under contract and of course now you're looking at the situation with with next year's number, uh, we'll see what Loomis is going to do in terms of, again, creating cap room, okay? Is he going to do that now, again, as the season goes on? Because he pretty much knows what he's working with next year. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the issue here. He knows what he's working with next year when it comes to the cap. Next year, Michael Thomas, $24.7 million against the cap. Toronto Armstead, $13 million, but his, his contract is already voided for next year. You have to re-sign Toronto Armstead next year. Can't let him walk out the door for nothing. Are you kidding me? He's still, even though he's been often injured, he's still one of the best offensive tackles in all of football. 
Taysom Hill, even though he's got $8.9 million on the books, his contract, again, is void. Uh, Cam Jordan, talking about, a, again, a bloated contract for a, a, an older player. Again, I'm not knocking Cam Jordan. Still one of the best players on, on, on the Saints roster. And, look, everybody talks about a little bit of a dip last year. Show it to me for two consecutive years, and then I'll say, again, he's a declining player. I'm not buying it yet. We'll see. Never missed a game. You know, they can play inside, outside. He's on, on the hook right now for $22.7 million next year because he's one of those guys that every time the Saints needed to be able to make, create cap room, they went to Cam Jordan. So at, at some point, that balloon's going to burst. Demario Davis, $11 million. David Onyemata, $13.2 million. Andres Pete, $15.5 million. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, $11.7 million. Kamara, $14.5 million. And Marcus Davenport's fifth-year option is $9.6 million. Larry Holder wrote about this in his article about a week ago. In his article, he also talked about Ian Book being the only player under contract at the quarterback position for this team next year. So those that feel like the Saints are out of cap hell here, they are far from it. $350,000 under the cap right now as it stands. So anybody that thought that, again, kicking the can down the road for the Saints was over with the Breeze retirement hasn't been paying attention to what's going on here. Almost every core veteran on this team has reworked their contract to give cap relief during the Breeze era. Now the hope is that these players can continue to play at a high level and in some cases maybe extend their deals to be able to soften the blow of the uh, impending cap for years to come. I mean, that's the, that's the issue here uh, for the Saints right now. They, they are far from cap hell. Far from it. They're, they're deep in, in, in what, they, what they've been dealing with for years now, kicking the can down the road. Now look, in Loomis we trust, right? I mean, I trust that Loomis has a plan. The monkey wrench to the plan was, again, the pandemic and, and, and the drop in revenue. Uh, and that really hurt the Saints last year, okay? And, and when you look at now, again, going into this season, with, again, the, the, a lot of the core members of this team uh, being, uh, being uh, waived and, and ultimately hooking on with other teams or not re-signing those players, it's leaving a void on this team right now. And look, I, I'm one that felt like from the beginning, you sign Ramshack, you sign Lattimore. Those are two guys you're going to need, and you're not letting them walk out the door. So why not re-sign them early? And maybe you're holding on to some of that core. But then when you flip the page now to next year, you see, again, even more bloated contracts out there. And how are you going to do this? And then, of course, the needs that you have right now. The glaring need of cornerback. You need a cornerback. There's no other way around it. You need a cornerback. You need it maybe two because Lattimore may be suspended. Maybe two. Yes, we can debate the defensive tackle position, but, again, they've been pretty good at bringing in defensive tackles off the street and playing, and playing well for them, and they've done that in the past, even, again, with veteran guys that, again, they're kind of on the scrap heap, come out and get another year out of them. Maybe they can do that again. You know, I've got a little faith in, in, in the defensive end position here. I mean, I, I keep saying Carl Granison. Maybe I'm going to egg on my face by, by the time the season starts and he's going to be a bust, but i just got a feeling this guy's going to emerge. He's going to be another Trey Hendrickson for this team. Um, again, Davenport in a, in a contract year pretty much with the fifth-year option being picked up. Uh, either he's going to play well or they're going to move him one way or the other. They're going to move away from him. So we'll see how that plays out. Some people can, can talk about the tight end position because you really don't have the experience there. Maybe they get a tight end. The problem is, again, they are so far up the cap. You really got to, again, take a pause and say, wait, how do they do this? How can they do this? 
Well, the only, only, the only path I see, the only path I've ever seen since the beginning here, because they've utilized so many other players' uh, contracts during the Breeze era to kick that can down the road, and now, again, you're still bloated. You've got those balloons that are, that are, that are ready to explode on you over the next, coming, uh, next couple seasons, is to be able to get Ramshack and Lattimore under contract long term. Now, I know there's a little bit of a monkey wrench here with Lattimore's off-the-field situation, but it's the first time he's ever been in trouble in his life. Okay, and yes, the NFL is going to suspend him. But again, is there a drop off in his play? Now, again, the inconsistency of his play is there. But, you know, when he plays at a high level, he's one of the best in the, in the game. The problem is you don't get that from him unless he's going up against, uh, again, a top notch, uh, a top notch wide receiver. But Ramshek's a no brainer. I mean, even if, like, if you move off to Toronto Armstead down the line here, again, he's going to be your left tackle. You're going to move him to the left side. He's going to play left tackle for you. And that's why I've said since the beginning, the Saints may be trying to pay him as a right tackle, and maybe his, his representation saying, no, we want to be paid as a left tackle because they see the handwriting on the wall down the line here. No matter what, he's going to be paid as one of the highest paid tackles in the, in the league. And let's face it, one thing you can say about Tom Benson, Gail Benson, it doesn't matter who the ownership is. Again, they've never been in a situation where they penny, penny pinch with their, with their top players. They've always paid their top players, always. Can't go into a thing and, and saying, that, again, the player walked away from the table feeling like they got ripped off because that just ain't the way it happens with the Saints. And they always set up the contracts so, again, they can go to them down the line and rework those contracts to open up cap room down the, down the, down, down the uh, line in the future. It's something that uh, Loomis has done continuously and done it very, very well. But the clock's ticking now. Uh, there's just uh, not a lot of really good cornerbacks out there on the open market, which means you're going to probably have to make some type of a trade. Are you willing to give up future draft picks when you have the unknown of what's happening with your team this year? I mean, sure, Jameis Winston could end up being a guy that could, could throw for 30 touchdowns and uh, 50, and, and 5,000 yards, and, and, and look, we're throwing a parade once again, okay? Uh, they're going to the Super Bowl. He could be a bust, too. Same thing with Taysom Hill. He could be, again, the second coming of, again, the dual-threat quarterback here in, in the NFL, and everybody's going to try to emulate that from that point going forward. Again, he could be a bust and be nothing more than a, a jack-of-all-trades guy. We have no idea. We have no idea. So the hope is, again, that we will see some of these contracts getting, getting uh, taken care of, especially, again, two guys that are no-brainer in, in Lattimore, and Ramshack, and that gives some cap relief to this team. So at least you can solidify this year's roster as you're working toward next year's roster. Loomis has a lot of work on, 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 on uh, to go, and it's only June 1st. But today's the day where that work really starts, because today's the day where you can start maneuvering those those contracts in a post post June 1 cap situation. We'll see how it plays out. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little about crime here in the city. 535. Glenn Gilbo joins us on the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Check out Macy's Backstage today for great summer deals like go-to handbags, scarves, and hair accessories, plus sunny day basics like hats, sandals, and sunglasses, all $29.99 and under. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price on trend arriving daily. 
Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to just before the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for backups on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and then delays pick back up from Causeway to just before to just past Clearview. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your backups are solid from Orleans to just before the high-rise. I'm Ed Robinson. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Are you finding uneven temperatures in your home? Are you using window units or space heaters? If so, then you should call Burkhardt and look into the ductless Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating System. These Mitsubishi Electric Ductless Systems are perfect for additions, bonus rooms, workout rooms, and home offices, anywhere that's too hot or cold. And they're quiet and energy efficient. Trust Burkhardt to make every room in your home the perfect temperature. Visit Burkhardt today at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. What makes a great ride? Now you can find out June 4th and 5th at Ascension Equipment and Rental Kubota Field Event. If you've ever wanted to sit behind the wheel of a tractor, cut a circle on a zero-turn mower, or bust out on a utility vehicle, go to Kubota Field Event at Ascension Equipment and get exclusive coupons and financing offers. That's Friday and Saturday, June 4th and 5th from 7 to 7 at Ascension Equipment, located at 13173 Airline Highway in Gonzales. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if you got a room that runs hot in the summer or cold during the winter, the Mitsubishi Ductless um, can solve your problems. Whether it's home office, workout rooms, sunrooms, finished attics, additions. Uh, again, these are common areas. No more window units. No more space heaters. Uh, things that look, uh, you know, you can, you can make sure, again, that uh, you use this Mitsubishi uh, ductless system uh, that, again, will uh, look great on your wall. It can go into any room. No duct work is needed. And, of course, uh, it's incredibly efficient and it will reduce your energy bills. Uh, you got one of those problems? 
Call Burkhart. They can solve it for you. Again, Mitsubishi ductless system may be the, the answer for you. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating, acpromise.com. All right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about crime. Uh, it's really frustrating. Uh, you know, uh, I don't live in Orleans anymore, but, again, uh, I do a lot of business in Orleans. Uh, I love my city. Uh, I love the city of New Orleans. Uh, my son still lives in the city itself. Uh, crime really pushed me out of the city, to be honest with you. Um, not so much for me, but my wife was just did not feel safe. And the way things have gone, again, over the last couple of years since we moved out of the city, after, again, going back to the city after Katrina, uh, it's really frustrating to see what's happening. It really is. Yet one of the most dangerous cities on the planet, and you had 13 shootings now, three killed, including a 12-year-old girl at a graduation party over the weekend. Another two people shot this afternoon on Franklin Avenue, so it continues. You had four masked men that, that, that again, were burglarizing uh, over 40 vehicles as they made, made their way through the CBD in multiple neighborhoods. And as I mentioned, three more wounded by gunfire in two separate shootings today. No one's safe. I don't care who you are, okay? Man, woman, child, no neighborhood is immune to the violence, um, the robberies or the burglaries. No, no, again, not one. And then it's spilling over into the suburbs as well. So don't think because, again, you live on the other side of the 17th Street Canal or, again, maybe the other side of Lake Pontchartrain or, again, the other side of the Industrial Canal, again, you know, over the railroad tracks in St. Bernard that it won't eke into your, uh, into your uh, neighborhood or across on the, on the West Bank as well. It's everywhere. And we've got a situation where we've got a, a current mayor and a current council. E- empty pulpits. I mean, they talk a good game, but there's no action. You've got a police force that we now know is under manned, and morale's at an all-time low. When you ask yourself why, well, I mean, how would you like to arrest the same individuals over and over again and see them back out committing the same exact crimes? Putting your life on the line every single day, putting the same criminals back in, back in jail every single day. Uh, you know, by the time... I'll put it this way. They used to say before the ink was dry, they're not using ink anymore, okay? Everything is, everything is automated, everything is computerized. By the time, again, you finish printing out that computer sheet of, of your report, they're out. Something but a revolving door at Tulane and Broad. The judges are not held accountable. I mean, how many judges you saw you see getting, getting uh, voted out and that there's a big push within criminal court to get rid of this particular judge? You become a judge at criminal court in Orleans Parish, you're there for a lifetime. I mean, it takes, it is, in a lot of cases, it's racial on, in terms of, again, the race of an individual or the party of an individual, which will get them out. Not what they, what they did as a judge, not what their track record is. People could care less. They're looking at DNR or white and black. That's just the way it is in New Orleans. I'm sorry. Calling it like it is. They're not held accountable at election time. You got a DA that's out of his depth right now. He doesn't know which way he's going. He's saying he's not going to uh, try juveniles as adults. He turns around and does it. Who didn't know he was going to have to do that in this town? Okay? All right, so he's out of his depth. He's a defense attorney that's just trying to be a, a, a DA. We'll see. He's had six years to prove it. But right now, come on, he's drowning. And then you got the criminals. There are no consequences for the criminal behavior in this city. So what happens? They skew younger and younger and younger. And then, and then it escalates to more violent and brazen crimes. Never seen juvenile crime like we're seeing now. Brazen and violent, okay, in my lifetime. In my lifetime. 
Now, I hear the excuse. Here's the excuse. Well, the rest of the company is dealing with a post-pandemic spike in crime. That doesn't apply to New Orleans. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We don't get a pass here. Okay? We were the killing fields since before Katrina, and it's got worse every single year since Katrina's floodwaters almost washed us away. Still, no one in power has the answer. Oh, they talk a good game at election time. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but nothing changes. And, of course, it starts again with, again, juvenile crime. And the juvenile crime that's now out of control because, again, the juvenile system is broken and has been broken for generations. It's not just one generation. For generations, it's been broken. No answers on how to fix it. And now we're in a situation where summer's at our doorstep. And we know what happens in the summer in New Orleans, okay? Anybody lived here for any length of time knows what the summertime in New Orleans is about, okay? The annual spike in violent crime on the horizon. Where's the, where's the plan? Where's the plan from the so-called leaders in this town, okay, on how to stop the violence? There is no plan. At least no plan that they can put into fruition is going to make any difference with an undermanned police force, with a revolving door at Tulane and Broad, with judges that, again, get elected simply just because they put their name on the ballot, and a district attorney, as I mentioned, is out of his depth. So we've got to brace ourselves. We, every day, have to pray for peace, okay? Have to pray for peace in our town, begging God to not let the next victim be one of our own family members or, again, be a target or be, or be caught in a crossfire. Because it's anybody. You don't have to necessarily be involved. At one time in this city, if you were in the drug trade, you evolved in the gangs in the drug trade, more than likely, again, you were going to be a victim of violent crime. It's not like that anymore. It could be anyone at any time, anywhere. No neighborhood is safe. But then the powers that be don't have an answer. The people who have elected, that you've elected, again, to protect your family, to protect your, your business, to protect your home, again, to have the answers, to do something about it, to do something about the violent crime in this town, they're mum. There was a time when a 12-year-old girl would have been shot in this town where they would be outraged. Where's the outrage? We're immune to it, absolutely immune to it. Okay, it's another, it's another blip on, on, on the 6 o'clock news. Another child has been killed. There was a time when, again, we got out in March when a child was, was killed in this town. We don't do it anymore. We're immune to it. 12-year-old girl got killed in the crossfire of graduation. Oh, well. Frustrating. And you can try to move out like I did, but, again, it will follow you anywhere. As the city of New Orleans, Orleans Parish goes, the rest of the, the state goes, and the rest of the region goes. So again, you just can't just disconnect yourself and say, well, that's Orleans Parish. I'm never going back there. I'm never going to spend my money there. Well, you know what? They can rot. If Orleans Parish goes down, we all go down. So we all have a vested interest in what happens again uh, on, on the other side of the 17th Street Canal. What happens again in Orleans Parish proper? Everyone has a stake in what happens in Orleans Parish whether, you, again, you vote there or not. But yet the violence continues, out of control, out of control, with no end in sight. I know I, I pray every night for, you know, my, my, my family to be safe. My son's working out there in the middle of all that, okay? Uh, you know, again, he works in, 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 the, um, in the alcohol industry. And, uh, and I worry about him coming home at night. I worry about him being, being out, uh, again, uh, selling his products, etc. I worry about it all the time. 
pray about it all the time, and I know you do too. There's got to be more than that, ladies and gentlemen. There's got to be an answer from those that, again, that have the ability to make change. And that has not happened, and it continues not to happen. And this is generational now, and it's gotten worse. And it's gotten much worse since the pandemic. With, again, again, criminals skewing younger and younger. And what's the answer? Oh, well, we're trying. Trying's not good enough anymore. Something has to change. And it has to change quickly. Or, again, people are not going to come to New Orleans. And when people stop coming to New Orleans... We've killed the goose that laid the golden egg because tourism is, is the backstop for us right now. It is the economy for us right now. And if people don't feel safe, they'll choose other places to go, no matter how much fun New Orleans is. Because no one is safe right now in the city of New Orleans, and that's a damn shame. All right, we take a break. We come back. Glenn Gilbo joins us on the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelman. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. The TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie, is open during the coronavirus shutdown. The TikTok Cafe is offering our menu by way of curbside to-go service. Call the TikTok Cafe now at 504-834-6272 and get a round-the-clock burger special. Breakfast or lunch plate. TikTok Cafe, Causeway South at I-10 in Metairie. Place your order now at 834-6272. That's 834-6272. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends on that special Someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. 
Life hacks. What would life be without them? Like using candle wax to loosen a stuck zipper. Here's another life hack. Now you can get the same high-quality insurance from Allstate, but at a new low rate. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Not available in every state. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, hey, my name is Johnnell, and a little thing that I love about Chick-fil-A's new lemon kale Caesar salad is every tender, warm, juicy piece of grilled chicken. It's a Caesar salad, but it's different. You have the Parmesan breadcrumbs and the mixture of lemon with that romaine and kale. It's almost something I can't explain, but it'll make you want to sing. Lemon kale Caesar. <laughs> Order the new lemon kale Caesar salad on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonial. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. Glenn Gilbo of USA Today Network is our guest. Glenn, welcome to the show. Congratulations on breaking the uh, story about Paul Maneri's uh, retirement. Uh, been a big buzz, obviously, over the weekend. Big talking point for us today here on the program. Oh, thanks. Great to be with you, Eric. Glenn, uh, first of all, why don't you take us through it? What, what, what uh, you know, how you found out, uh, what the situation is with with uh, with Glenn Gill, uh, with uh, with uh, would you uh, uh, and Paul Maneri in terms of again him uh, retiring? Well, you know, I, I think a lot of people heard some rumblings of this. Uh, I even sure. talked about it on a couple of radio shows one time with you, and and uh, you know, it was just a question of if, if it was a rumor or not because. You know, sometimes they don't pan out like, you know, Les Miles was supposed to be let go in, in 2015, but it didn't happen. But um, when I was at Skip Bertman's documentary release party Sunday night a week ago, um, there were some people there who were kind of the uh, powerful people around LSU. And one of those gentlemen told me uh, that it was going to happen, and uh, I just I needed to get a couple of people to uh, confirm that uh, before we could run an, a uh, story without someone's name. And I was finally able to uh, to do that. Actually, actually, I had I had a story ready, and we were going we to run it uh, after he uh, didn't get a regional bid or after he lost his first game, because at that time we thought that, uh, you know, it wasn't going to be confirmed until then. But then uh, – LSU moved on on Friday after the early loss in the tournament to do something on on Friday. So I was able to get it confirmed on Friday and get it out there a few minutes uh, before everyone else did. Uh, and we had more information. We had that it was for health reasons, and and we identified their top target as uh, Kevin O'Sullivan. So it was uh, it was kind of tense, but uh, you know a lot of other people knew about it as well. Glenn, I talked about it today, and, and I'd like to get your take. Um, I think he was a victim of, of, of unrealistic expectations. You know, a lot, as I mentioned on the program, a lot of people forget that Smoke Laval was, was in between Maneri and Bertman, 
and, and Laval never lived up to the expectations, and it's kind of hard to live up to the expectations of a guy who's become, who was the godfather of college baseball. Five national championships, what he did in lifting the College World Series to, again, a, a big TV event. Uh, now every program in college baseball, uh, every, every program that has a college baseball team feels like they can field the team now, put the money into the program, they have a chance to get to the World Series. So it's a different era than what we saw with Skip Bertman when he dominated at LSU, than what than what Maneri had to deal with during his time at LSU. Well, but um, you know, I, I still think, uh, regardless of the of the times and what else is going on, Bertman is still one of the greatest coaches ever, and it's not just because of the time that he coached. Uh, because you know, since Skip left, you've had some other coaches that have won multiple titles. Mm-hmm. You know, so it it can be done. Uh, and uh, college baseball was getting big in, in the 80s. It, it was. It was, it was gradually uh, getting bigger. But, um, you know, uh, it is amazing that, that no one has even come close to, to the five, and he got five in such a short time, whereas Augie Garrido had uh, five mm-hmm. over uh, four or five decades. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Maneri, Maneri did extremely well. I mean, he won a national championship. He, he was national runner-up for another one. He had seven, he had seven uh, national seeds. Uh, he was always close. You know, that's what I wrote about the other day. He was, he was always close. Sometimes he underachieved. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he overachieved to get as, as far as he did. Um, and, uh, you know, at first I did think they were trying to fire him. But, uh, but now it, it's clear that he really is uh, retiring. Now, there, there were people persuading him to retire, but that's different than, than getting fired. And uh, sure. I think if Paul was completely healthy, which he's not right now, if he was completely healthy, I think he would uh, be back next year, but he would be under pressure to win next year or, or get fired after this season. Yeah. Um you you told me you were one of the one of the sources that told me about the neck and and the back uh, problems. Again, the, and we had known that, but I didn't know the severity of the problems. Um, and I had mentioned on the program last week. Um, when you look at that situation, look, you and I have talked in the past. I felt like maybe he needed one more year that he that he deserved that he earned one more season to try to turn this thing around. Especially coming off again a pandemic year like like we saw, and again, and again, so many things changing within baseball with again guys having a chance to be able to come back for another year, etc. Which again maybe bloated some teams and and hurt some others. Uh, but this is a different situation now with again the retirement whether it be forced or otherwise, uh, for, for Maneri. I, I asked this question to Mike Scarborough a little bit earlier. Maybe you have the answer. Is he going to continue to collect his salary? Is he going to be moving into a fundraising position now with the university? Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was also in the, in the story and, and talked about on, on Friday. He is going to work for the athletic department, and he's got uh, three years left on his contract at, at more than a million a year. They're not exactly sure. Uh, what he's going to do. Uh, Scott Woodward, I talked to him about it, and, and it's, it's pretty wide open. I mean, it's going to be some kind of fundraising salesman-type position, but it's going to be, uh, you know, a relaxed job, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, this, this has been done with other coaches at, at LSU who have been kind of eased out. Karen Bonson, the golf coach, uh, Van Chancellor, uh, former uh, basketball, women's basketball coach. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, if, if he was healthy, 
no way he, he didn't deserve uh, another year next year. Because, I mean, if you look, the, the last time you could go to the postseason, he was at the Super Regional, you know. Yes. And this is his first losing season since 2011. And the top candidate for the job, Kevin O'Sullivan, he's had two losing seasons since 2011, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really has a similar record to Coach Maneri. So what you were saying before, you know, it's hard to follow Skip Herman, but Maneri has been as good as every other SEC coach in his stay at LSU other than Tim Corbin, and he, he's right even with uh, O'Sullivan. Let's talk a little bit about um, – you covered him since he, he came to, uh, to Baton Rouge. What was his – I mean, it was a very, very emotional uh, press conference. Uh, when, you got a chance, when you got a chance to talk to him, was there closure for him? I mean, again, look, he's still got some t- – he's still got this regional play. Maybe, again, they make a run to the College World Series. Uh, does he, is he at peace with his decision? Oh, I think he is. I, I think he really is. I mean, he said that maybe – uh, without the stress of coaching, he'll get his health back. Uh, you know, it, it, it may be stress-related. And, and the, you know, he had two major surgeries just in the last three years, and he said he hasn't felt himself in three years. You know, so uh, maybe he'll get better by not coaching. Maybe he won't, but it, it, it can't hurt for sure. So I think he, he feels good about that and is excited about, uh, you know, just trying to – lead a normal life without the stress of and daily stress of baseball coaching, mm-hmm. particularly uh, at LSU, so he can, uh, you know, get healthy again. He's not that old. Sure. He's only 63. Right. No doubt. All right. Let's talk about possible replacements. Then we'll talk about this upcoming regional. Um, who do you like? Who would you like to see? Who do you think the front runner is? Well, I, I think uh, the front runner is, is still Kevin O'Sullivan. Uh, you know, there's some people at LSU that that think they're going to get him. Other people don't think so. And, and you know, it, it would be really a surprise to, to get him, I think, because they did just build a beautiful ballpark that just opened this year. You know, Florida notoriously does not draw well. And this year they didn't have full capacity because of, of COVID. So I'm assuming they probably will draw well at that place once they get a full capacity for, for a season. Um, he's had other jobs before that he's turned down when they thought he might go. Texas, you know, when Maneri turned down Texas, O'Sullivan also turned it down after mm-hmm. the 16th season. Um, he's, you know, he's won a national championship there. He's had a runner-up finish. He's, he's been to Omaha half a dozen times. I'd be, I'd be surprised if he took it, but I was surprised Kim Mulkey took it, okay? Yes. And uh, Scott Woodward knows how to get the coaches he's really interested in. The thing is, is Woodward is interested in in O'Sullivan as some of the uh, power brokers at LSU are. Sure. Um, if not O'Sullivan, I, I think the uh, the top candidate is uh, Jim Schlossnagel at, at TCU, former mm-hmm. Tulane assistant. Yep. Let's talk about this regional up in Eugene. Uh, Tigers will take on Gonzaga. They're the three seed. Gonzaga's the two seed. Uh, what do you think about uh, the Tigers making a little run here? Uh, through this Eugene, Oregon, uh, uh, through this Eugene, Oregon uh, uh, site. Well, you know the the regionals are usually easier than the SEC tournament <laughs> or playing in the SEC. Right, and you can get to Omaha with just a couple of pitchers, and and LSU has two very strong pitchers as, as they ended the season and landed Marceau, who pitched a hell of a game except for one inning 
against Georgia last week and, and has been pitching well. And then Mikael Hilliard has just been their best pitcher through the last month. Uh, so that, that's two guys that, that can get you to the, uh, to the finals or the regional right there. And A.J. LeBay has been struggling, but, uh, you know, maybe the off time will help him. they got Will Helmers. Fontenot uh, um, has, has done very well coming out of the bullpen. Their bullpen's come on strong of late. They got enough guys where they can piece some games together. Um, you know, if, if they can be consistent on offense, they, they've been kind of up and down. So, uh, you know, I, I think they can do it. I mean, I, I think they can get to a super. I don't think they can get out of Knoxville. They got swept at Knoxville earlier in the season, and LSU is better than they were then. But uh, I think it's legitimate to, to see them get out of the regional. And, and they've been – uh, you know, it, they've been at UCLA and they were at um, Corvallis, Oregon, for regionals in recent years, and they did pretty well. I mean, they won mm-hmm. two games in Corvallis. Let's see, they won two games at UCLA, and they won three games in uh, Corvallis before getting eliminated. So, um, you know, they 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 can uh, they can do some damage in Eugene, I think. What's the health of the team going into the uh, going into the regional? Well. Um, the uh, Giovanni is uh, still questionable with the hamstring, but he's he's really the only injury. Gavin Duga had to you know played with bruised ribs in the in the uh, the last couple of weeks of the season. He's fine, and and uh, I think we saw what a what a rep that landed Marceau did in the SEC tournament. And if he um, pitched well, and if he starts uh, Friday. Ten days rest, he, he will he will have had. So uh, I think they're pretty healthy going into the regional. Glenn, what you got coming up for us? Uh, what are you writing about over the next couple of weeks, couple of days? Well, um, uh, for tomorrow, um, writing about some of the uh, teams you wouldn't expect to get to Omaha that have gotten to Omaha in, mm-hmm. in recent years. Uh, it's it's interesting. You know, some teams have really average conference seasons and get in and, and win the national championship. You know, Virginia did that. Florida had an average season once or twice when they got to Omaha. Uh, and then uh, doing the uh, five top postseason memories from, from Maneri going into the Friday game. And then this coming Tuesday is the 25-year anniversary of Warren Morris's home run. Unbelievable. Wow. Have a big feature on that. Beautiful. I remember where I was when that happened. A lot of us do, no doubt about it. Glenn, always no appreciate the time, my friend. Where, where were you, by the no way? Uh, you were at the game, huh? My, I was No, I had just I had just left uh, Omaha. I was covering uh, Auburn in, in mm-hmm. Omaha that year. They were eliminated, and I came back to Mobile, and I was watching the game on TV in Mobile. Where <laughs> were you? Actually, I was I was in my house in Araby with a, with a good friend of mine watching the game, uh, and uh, we we both jumped. I had a ceiling fan that was kind of low. We we almost got our arms cut off jumping up in the air <laughs> when he hit the home that run. That happened everywhere. That Morris said that he's had more people tell him that people injuring their hand on the ceiling fan. That's yep, I'm telling you, unbelievable. It was it was a moment for the ages, no doubt about it. it was. All right, but thanks again as always. Always appreciate you joining us on the program. Have a fantastic week. We'll check in with you next week. Thank you. That's Glenn Gilbo, USA Today Network, at LSUB Tweet on Twitter. We'll be right back. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meehan Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency. 
so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Diamonds Direct says hello to summer with the hottest offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase. Yes! Now for a limited time, you get Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable price, pay nothing down, and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. It's the smartest and best way to buy. And with this, it's so easy to splurge. A $9,000 designer bracelet comes out to just $150 a month. A $12,000 engagement ring is just $200 a month. And nothing's held back. All fashion rings. Every engagement ring mounting, diamond earrings, all new designer fashion jewelry, large rare diamonds. Whether you spend $3,000 or $300,000, you can get five years zero interest financing. Celebrate summer, celebrate life, celebrate love. Don't miss this chance to get that piece of jewelry they'll love and appreciate for years. And take advantage of five years zero interest financing with no money down. Now for a limited time only and only at Diamonds Direct. Unapproved credit on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to our all-new delicious pizzeria in Gretna on the West Bank. At Rizzuto's Pizzeria, you'll enjoy incredible Neapolitan-style pizza and delicious family recipes that have been in our family for years, like our delicious meatballs. Our restaurant offers both dine-in and take-out and features a family-friendly atmosphere. Plus, you'll love our specials, like our wine Wednesday and steaks on Thursday. For the best pizza on the West Bank, it's Rizzuto's Pizzeria, 2020 Belchase Highway in Gretna. the road this holiday season don't forget about my friends at southern tire 
whether you're taking a long summer road trip or just one down the coast, make sure when you bring your uh, vehicle to Southern Tire, have them to check out your tires, your engine, make sure everything's working properly, get that oil changed, uh, top off everything, making sure, again, that your vehicle's going to run well, uh, again, as you take it out during the summer months. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number of southerntire.com to find out all the services they provide for their, their customers. Again, don't hit the road till you bring your vehicle over to Southern Tire and get it checked out. All right, I want to thank uh, Glenn Gilbo and also Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Rudy back in studio for producing. All of our fantastic sponsors sponsor our program. You go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. We very much appreciate your support of those sponsors. And uh, as always, I appreciate you guys listening to the program. Whether you're checking us out on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, listening live at 106.1 FM, or again, checking out our podcast and all the major podcasting platforms. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening. Jude Young is up next with All Access. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.